0: Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan and I am back today in your earbuds with Jesse Like. Thanks for joining me, Jesse. Today we are returning to 1 Peter 4, verses 12 through 14, and then you skip to chapter 5, verses 6 through 11. So if you're using a physical Bible, you have to kind of flip the page between chapter 4, 12 through 14, and then... 5, 6 through 11, which is kind of annoying. Or you can just uh, read it on our website um, or we will read it to you in just a second. Um, Jesse, would you mind reading it to us?
1: Yes, I would. I would not mind. I would like to read it to you. <laughs> okay, All right, here we go. Uh, beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that is taking place among you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in far as you are sharing in Christ's sufferings, so that you may also be glad and shout for joy when his glory is revealed. If you are reviled for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of glory, which is the Spirit of God, is resting on you. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Discipline yourselves. Keep alert. Keep, like a roaring lion, your adversary, the devil, prowls around looking for someone to devour. Resist him, steadfast in your faith, for you know that your brothers and sisters in all the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. And after you have suffered this for a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, support, strengthen, and establish you to him be the power forever and ever. Amen.
0: Uh, This passage frustrates me because we don't have very long to record this episode and there's so many things I wouldn't be able to talk about. (laughs) All right. So out of all the things that we ought to talk about, what's kind of Jesse, what's maybe the one thing that is capturing your heart's attention Oh,
1: man. Um, I think something I want to talk about that we don't often talk about is verse 12, about how yep. the fire ordeal is, is a place among you to test you. It's, it's Something's taking place to test you, um, and that we shouldn't be surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it bears us to ask this question of, does God give us trials? And that's a can of worms.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Weren't we talking about this last week, you and I?
1: Yeah, we talked a little bit about it.
0: Oh, yeah. It, no, it was a noon prayer. That's what it was. You and I were in noon prayer together, um, which uh, you guys is tomorrow. Join us tomorrow on the 21st for noon prayer. Um, but, um, yeah, we were talking about like, did, how do we understand God's role in how do we understand God's role in crisis and in pain and suffering? And does God cause things like this?
1: And we're certainly not going to answer that because we <laughs> don't have the answer, but I think it's important to wrestle with. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not a clean cut answer. As to say, scripture can testify on multiple levels, including this verse. And uh, we have to, we have to kind of sit in the tension of it, but that was the verse that really stuck out to me. Do not be surprised at the fire ordeal t- that is taking place. Um, my gosh. We are so taken by surprise when bad things happen, including but not limited to, to the coronavirus. We're so surprised. I'm so surprised. I'm not saying other people are and I'm cool. Like, I'm saying like I'm so easily shaken, Jesse. Like, uh, it, do- it doesn't take much to knock me off my sense of reality or peace, you know, um, even just simply shifting my work schedule around or working from home or not being able to gather with people the way I used to, or not being able to go to my favorite restaurant, or not being able to get on a plane and go and visit my family, or what it doesn't take much for me to start asking, like, woe is me questions about my faith, you know. And Peter here is like, is like, don't be surprised. Come on. You signed up for crucifixion and you're, you're just starting to get your back whipped, you know, and you're already starting to crawl home. You know what I mean? Like G- Jesus endured to the very end, even to the point of death. And here I am just experiencing a little shadow of suffering. and I, I start flipping out, you know, and um, I love that. So that's, first of all, the fire ordeal should not be a surprise to us. We should be Christians of all people, people who signed up to follow the crucified Lord. Our master was crucified. Um, The person we're apprenticing after is crucified. And then we're so surprised when little things happen. Um, And uh, yeah, we should not be surprised. And I love that he says uh, in verse six of chapter five, humble yourselves. It's like, okay, if we're we're tested, all right, what's the test? How do I pass the test? you know, um, how do I get the A? Whatever. He's saying, the test is to see if you will humble yourselves before the mighty hand of God, so he will exalt you in due time. Um, And right there, you've got the ascension of Jesus. Jesus was exalted. He humbled himself. Philippians 2, again, he humbled himself so that he may be exalted. And we are too.
1: Yeah. There's just so much to, to wrestle with. I think for me, um, when I think about the idea of God putting tests, testing us or refining us, I think it forces me to have a bigger picture of God. Yeah. Um, and to ask the question of like, am I worshiping a God that's just for me or a God that's redeeming everything? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's great. I love that.
1: Um, and I think as we can start to see, try to, try to not project, I just think one of the things that is so easy for me to do is project my understanding of the world on God as if he sees the world like I do, um, to create God in my own image rather than understanding that I'm created in his image. Yeah. And I think when we start to attribute like, or, or when scripture challenges us to think about like, could God have placed a, a tr- trial in front of me? it forces us to ask questions about that, I think, because it forces us to ask the question of who is God. Um, And for me, it it leads me to a richer place of like, what God has led, what God has done in Jesus is even greater than what I could have understood before. Um, Mm -hmm. And that makes me want to worship him more, even if it's not easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, the... The salvation we're um, welcomed into is so much bigger than us, and um, it's good to have a perspective of that to go okay, this is not about me I mean that's that's what helps us get through suffering is to realize it's part of something bigger it's part of a bigger story and it gives purpose to our suffering um, I was listening to a doctor talk about um, pain and recovery like a woman who has given birth to a child has gone through, let's say on a level from one to 10, let's say it's a nine out of 10 pain scale, you know, dangerous statement, Mr. Brendan being a man, I'm just saying, okay, just, <laughs> I'm just quoting this doctor. Okay. Just imagine it's nine out of 10 pain scale and that same And that woman will recover, you know, eventually that woman will recover and maybe even want to have another child, you know? Yeah, I would do it again because yeah, it meant it something. It. it was worth it. Um, that same woman um who experiences maybe a three out of ten pain, but it's a senseless act, you know, it's a sense there's no meaning to it, like a drive-by shooting or something like that. That wouldn't be a three out of ten, but something where it's more of a senseless act of pain, um, could be inflicted with PTSD for the rest of their lives. Um, because there is no there's no way to make sense of it, you know and talk about anxiety, this passage talks about anxiety. Um, when we have a sense that our suffering is part of something that God is birthing, both in us and in the whole world, um, there's, there's a healing that also, and a peace that comes with our suffering to know, oh, it's not just me. It is not just an isolated event. This is not meaningless. Um, God is doing something to restore the entire world. And my. Suffering is a minuscule but important part of that. And um, it helps us, honestly, I think it, that's part of casting our anxiety on Him is to realize, like, oh, the suffering I'm experiencing is something bigger than me. And um, God cares for me, not just cares for me, but God is saving the whole world. You know, cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you, because He's rescuing you, because He's redeeming all of creation. So, anyway, that's something I think of. Hey, we got to move on to our next and final episode. Um, Jesse and I record all these at once. So, that's why I say we got to move on. What I mean to say for you listeners is that's enough for today. We will gather with you again tomorrow via this podcast for our last installment of the week. Actually, it's tomorrow's Jesse. Thursday. Oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Oh, okay, even more reason for us to kick out of this and move to the next one. You're right; It's Wednesday. Oh man, I am all twisted up. All right, we will gather with you tomorrow, Wednesday. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.